Hey y'all, it's Micah here. Uh, I'm front-loading the credits for this episode because this is the last episode of Dr. Scorpion Blood's Menagerie of Mystery. Uh, you know, at least for the near future. And I just wanted to say thanks to everybody for listening, and thank you to the wild number of people who volunteered their time and their resources and fought with microphones to help me get this thing done. This should be posted on Halloween, and I had this idea maybe a month ago and just scrambled to get it done because I wanted to make something fun for people and have a reason to work on something with my friends that wasn't about national disasters and the way people came through for it is amazing everybody who volunteered to have their voice in here or help me edit or everything i can't tell you how much it means to me i'm i'm really proud of all of this and i'm so glad that i got to work with all of you and that brings me to the credits for this episode. Uh, the broadcast man who's played by Richard Thompson. Richard is an actor, director, producer. He does a million different things. He has a YouTube channel uh, that's Richard Michael Thompson that has some work that he's done. Go check it out. Uh, Richard sets out with every project that he starts the baseline for it is will it change the world and i find that very inspiring uh, and the voice of the shop from home host is cat morning i've known cat since middle school she is designing games in stealth and when she goes public with them you're going to love them you can find more of her stuff at cat 121282256 on twitter Cat is the kind of person who, if you were to call her and ask her to help you bury a body, she would tell you to check again because she already had. One final time, the music and story for this episode were written by me, Micah Cheek, and the stories were edited by Jack Schnelly. And you can find Jack's stuff at JL underscore S-C-H-N-E. L-L-E on Twitter. Honey, thank you so much. You you kind of made this whole thing possible. I love you like springtime. Okay, last one. Is everybody excited? Alright, let's go. scorpion blood just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the menagerie of mysteries you know next chance you get take a look at the horizon some night watch out for all those blinking red lights of the radio towers those skinny little structures are blasting the world's data back and forth over under and through us this constant cascade of energy keeps the world more or less running. Chances are this very story is being beamed to you 
from somewhere far off, too. And the only part we'll ever see are those little red lights. I'll call this story Airwaves. I was watching the radio towers blinking away up in the mountains one night when I got a message. It was Derek, who I knew from some job or another. All I remembered about Derek was that he worked at a bakery. I looked at the clock. 2 a.m. Too late for a baker to be awake, but too early for a baker to wake up. Are you watching Shop From Home? No, I don't, I don't have cable, sorry. Check this out, it's wild. He sent a video. It clearly came from his phone camera, recording his TV screen. A smartly dressed, smiling woman was pushing aside a futuristic-looking blender with one hand and holding up some shiny trinket in the other. And if you're just joining us, I'd like to remind you that this is an SFE exclusive. At our last Binary's meeting, they were showing off this piece, and I was speechless. Isn't it stunning? Now this beautiful keychain in rose gold with zirconia accents, this will turn any old car into a luxury vehicle. You know what I mean? And attach this to something really wonderful. What we've got here is a key to a bus station locker. Now Michael Tanner of Boise, Idaho has been looking for this key for 15 hours now. He can't find it because we have it, Mark. If you're listening, like I said before, this is an exclusive offer. Mark can get this one-of-a-kind item for 15 easy payments of $1,600. Other interesting parties can receive this beautiful keychain and key for only 6 payments of $1,600. However, in about 5 minutes, if there are no buyers, this lovely set becomes a property of Boise Police Department for free. Can you believe that, Mark Taylor? A free gift. Go ahead and give a call to the number at the bottom of the screen. Do you think it's a promotional thing, like viral marketing? I have no idea. I eventually made it to bed, but sleep didn't come easy. Something about that woman's smile left a pit in my stomach. The next day, I was grabbing a sandwich at Hot Pepper Grilled Cheese, and I caught myself watching the TV they had mounted in the corner of the room. It was shot from home, SFH. No sign of the host I had seen, but there was a phone number there. Curiosity got the better of me. Sorry, I don't have a keychain like that listed. And you said this was last night? Uh, yeah, like 2 a.m. During that period, we were running a 30-minute special on a 9-in-1 combo household blender. They make home entertaining a breeze, you know. Maybe Derek had recorded it earlier, but then the rep on the phone would have known about the keychain. On the walk back home, I hunted around until I found the phone number of the one other person who might know. Mark Tanner of Boise, Idaho. It was a landline. Hello? Um, hi, is this Mark Tanner? No, I'm sorry, are you a family member? 
No, I'm calling because I heard his name sorry, on the TV. I'm Mr. Tanner is deceased. He took his own life. Wait, did you say you heard about him on TV? Yeah, just last night. And where are you located again? Uh, Tucson. But I didn't... He had hung up. I'd been surprised to hear Mark Tanner was even a real person. I'd shocked to hear about his suicide. This had to be some kind of elaborate prank gone horribly wrong. It didn't make any sense. If you wanted to blackmail someone over a bus locker, why put it over the air? What kind of person would go to all that trouble? A day or two later, nothing could ease my mind over the whole thing. I couldn't even get a hold of Derek to ask him more questions. So I did the only thing I could think of. I shelled out for a cable package. I was working from home at the time and pretty busy, but I couldn't let go of this thread. As I worked my data entry gig, I had home shopping on in the background, all day, with the volume low. I was certain I would hear if that woman's voice came through the speakers again. It happened at 2 a.m. the following morning. I'd forgotten all about the TV, all evening, and was just making a late night snack when I heard her. In the makeup department, we've got such a treat for you. This refreshing seaweed and charcoal mask, perfect for sensitive or oily skin. This will give you that glow that you've been missing. Now, this is a very, very special offer. You don't have to worry about when to take this mask off because it comes off on its own when the treatment's finished. I raced to the TV and saw the smiling woman again, this time sitting next to a blonde lady who was facing away from the camera. Now, this is a limited... Availability item. This mask is made from charcoal and seaweed harvested off the coast of West Virginia from a circuited 1700 ship that actually caught fire in the harbor. Limited qualities of this wreckage were harvested to make this mask, and the results are incredible. Remember how I said it comes off on its own? This is the great part. Once it's applied, you just sit back and relax. The mask itself has a standard of beauty and will stay on until those changes are met. And you don't have to worry about smearing or staining because this mask will not come off until the job is done, no matter what. Jessie, our intern, is here, and Jessie's had this mask on for two days so far. Jessie, how's it feeling? The smiling woman spun the stool around to reveal a gray, squirming mass on the blonde woman's face. Every few moments she would make a vain attempt to lift her hands off the stool and onto her face, but they would quickly drop back to the armrests in exhaustion. Oh my goodness! And it has a wonderful fresh ocean breeze scent. Any day now we're going to see Jessie's beautiful new look. Who knows what's going on under there? The mask has an applicator brush. is available today for $200.25. While supplies last, we've got two dozen packs here and they are going fast. The phone number at the bottom of the screen. I leapt from my phone and dialed without thinking. It was just static. And beeping. Hello? Hello? Nothing. But something was itching at the back of my mind. Something I should have been remembering. I was getting agitated. For a minute I just rested my head against the windowsill, hearing nothing but beeping 
and the sound of my own heartbeat pumping in my ears. Then I glanced up. The radio tower. The lights were blinking, coinciding with the beeping on the phone. It took me about half an hour to drive out to the foothills, passing bright white McMansions that became increasingly separated by desert scrub. As I rattled along the dirt road leading to the tower, I could see harsh lights winking on. I abandoned the car and swung over a low fence marking the edge of the radio tower's property. The lights I saw were car headlights, half a dozen trucks with a cable company logo around the perimeter. Six men in hard hats were climbing all over a three-sided tower. I saw occasional sparks as the workers welded sheets of metal to the sides. As the metal sheets were lit by the sparks, I could barely make out intricate diagrams or symbols engraved on the surface. All right, fellas, let's keep moving. It's go time in two. I don't want to... Hey, hey. Oh, what the hell are you doing here? Uh, sorry, I, I just wanted to see. Jesus Christ. Wait, you're the guy who called for Tanner, aren't you? Yeah, that's me. You answered the phone, right? So what is this? Is this that, uh, is this that Max Headroom thing? Is it, is it like a prank? Yeah, <laughs> a prank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was all just a big prank. Listen, you get yourself home safe, all right? Wait, please. I've got to know. Who's, who's doing this? Is it real? <sighs> you know what? If it all goes well, it's not going to matter anyway. I'm fixing all of this tonight. Now, first thing you have to understand is that this isn't about Mark Tanner. Or about me, for that matter. God, I barely even know where to start with this. Um, okay. In 2004, I started doing communications work for a broadcasting company. Part of my job was keeping an eye on outgoing signals, so I got an alert that something weird was happening, and I checked the feed. Two and a half men was playing, but when I turned on the TV, the title card said, Two Half Men. I let it run for two minutes. Uh, I was just in shock, I guess. Charlie Sheen's legs and torso sitting in a chair, and then John Cryer's chest and head on a floor just mumbling. And then that kid came in, and he was talking to them and responding like they talked back, and the laugh track was going. So this was the first time I saw, you know, a phantom broadcast. This problem keeps cropping up. Ever since we started transmitting radio waves, we've been receiving them too. Whatever is sending them, we think they are trying to communicate with us. And I remember seeing an old archive broadcast of the Andy Griffith Show, a perfect replica of an episode. But Don Knotts only said layers of the atmosphere, troposphere, stratosphere, mesosphere, over and over. You've seen them. They've gotten much better lately. Which brings us to Mark Tanner. He found a phantom stream of Law & Order episodes online, left a comment that he didn't remember Olivia Benson having bloody fangs in the show. Well, he might as well have called them on the phone because he sure got their attention. And then they tried to get his. So we've been intercepting and blocking these shows, movies, podcasts, news alerts, all of them, for the better part of a century. Shop from home was a slip-up, but it's going to be the last slip-up. No more bribing actors and directors to say they filmed it. No more dead air on prime time. Now, let's just get out of the way that the cement truck's coming in.
I watched five men climb down from the sealed tower. I couldn't see the symbols anymore in the darkness. A crane was setting up to hoist a suction tube from the cement truck to the top of the tower. Someone get me to the TV! It's in the back of the van, sir. It's still localized to this tower? Yes, sir. And for the lovers and dreamers listening, we have a very special offer for today. A memory. Remember a few years back when you were on that plane and the descent started to get a little bit turbulent? Remember that moment you saw the sky as an ocean and you're aware in that moment you were heading straight for an invisible ocean floor? Remember how you got off the plane and you tried to sleep but all you can think about was how you were waking at the bottom of the sea every minute of every day and all the immense pressure was pointing straight down? And remember how you were stuck there at the bottom of this ocean of air? Watching all the launches from Kennedy Space Center and imagine all the astronauts breaking out of the atmosphere and taking a big call because they can finally breathe? Today's special offer is to get rid of that memory. Our friendly phone assistants are standing by. The man and I sat there in the van for hours. As the concrete solidified, the show's image faded. Around dawn, the screen was just static. We could barely hear the woman's voice. She was demonstrating a magnet that could pull your veins out of your body without breaking the skin for three easy payments of $125.25. And then she was gone. Well, that should do it. Now, with any luck, that'll be the last one. Are you detecting any aberrant signals? No, sir. Thank God. It's over. So, listen. It seems like you've saved the world or something. Do you want to maybe be on my podcast? No. Ugh. What's your podcast about? Well, I haven't started it yet, but I'm thinking it'll be, like, stories for my friends or, like, interesting people I've met, you know? I'm thinking of calling it Micah Cheek's Workshop of Wonder. Friends, I'll bid you farewell with one final quote from Oscar Wilde. Be yourself. Everyone else is already dead.